Oh, just, just a... Not bad. No, no, just... Funky, funky. gentlemen, welcome to the RG Podcast Live! Well, that'll do. Ladies and gentlemen, it's... Boys um, and girls. Children of all ages. Yes, the 24th of November, 2014. Sitting to the proverbial left of the podcast uh, of dreams... A man once referred to as not quite as hairy as a Wookiee, but twice as angry. It's Grax Bishop. Those rumours, I can confirm, are true. Absolutely. Why twice as angry, though? What was angering you? Uh, there's lots of things that can get me particularly angry sometimes. I mean, remember that time I got angry at a tennis court fence? Mm. Yeah, last that, week. Last week's yeah. episode. Good work. I know. Good stuff. Yeah. And um, on the right, on the proverbial right of the podcast seat tonight... It's um, it's 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 one of our snipers from the Home Guard ourselves. It's the Internet's Michael Bell of the Home Guard. Being fantastic. What what is your uh, preferred position in the Home Guard? All right, it's got a mind of its own. Stop it. I think we're okay. I think we're okay. It's never been quite the same since his travel bell disappeared and disintegrated. Yeah, it's not has he. At that and that blow to the head. Yeah. But we don't talk about that. <laughs> Mr. Michael Bell of the internet, how art thou? Yeah. Have you a favourite military military position in the Home Guard? Sitting down. Don't tell him, Pike. Uh, oh, uh, sitting, <laughs> sitting down, sitting down. Okay, there it is. My favourite is be, being the general, not really getting your hands mucky, and just uh, be... uh, getting on with it, really, but no chance of really? dying. So, what, you mean like the 1914? If I can have lots of power... Um, and tell people what to do, but sort of, yeah, like I say, not get my hands in monkey at all, that would be great. So like a head teacher? Kind of, yeah. A head teacher, of, a a head dr- teacher a, of war. Or a driving instructor. Of war. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> a, um, a fencing coach. Of war. Uh, the, the expert in the paint section at B&Q. Yeah, don't push it that, mate. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. Well, welcome, 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 welcome. To the RG Podcast, episode 46. Absolutely, episode 46. Who would have guessed? It's the 24th of November. I've said that at least twice now. And you wouldn't believe what it is today. Tell me, Andy. What is it today? It is International Animal Day. (laughs) Yay! Yay! Round of applause for all the animals, guys. Yeah. 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 Animals. Let's hear it. So fantastic. Um, So I think... um, we should celebrate International uh, Animal Day. Why wow. not? Well, let's think about ways that we can utilise animals more. How can we that sounds interact really with the animals? Wrong. Well, <laughs> how can we interact with animals? How can we make animals our friends? How can we bring animals into our society? I came across a number of uh, military-based animals. Oh, interesting subject matter. What animal would take up um, the military positions? Okay, good. So the general is eagle. Eagle, mm. obviously. Eagle, right? Bald, good. Bald, bald, bald eagle. Bald head in the jacket. 
Good work. Looks a bit of a mean bastard. Okay. Would it have a uh, like a cabinet of owls? Um, and a walrus. Owl, owl cabinet. Well, I always, I always yeah. see uh, the general's assistants as being crocodiles because they're quite sort of snappy. Okay, fine. And okay. sort of get on with things, you know. Where can we deploy the owls? I want to deploy an owl. I've <laughs> always wanted to deploy an owl. Well, I mean, they would be good at reconnaissance, wouldn't they? Because they've got those big eyes, they can work during the night, go for, they're quick. Go for a recce, yeah. Yeah. It's silent. Excellent. Owl reconnaissance. Good. Owls be owls be the stealth bombers. Yeah. Yes. Why not? Um what about a what about a warship? What we need a we need a seafaring creature. Hippo. That is hippo, quite obviously. Hippo? No, think bigger. Think bigger, bigger. than a hippo. Uh, bigger whale. than a hippo. Blue whale. Well let's use let's use a whale as a sub, perhaps. Okay, I can dig that. Yeah, let's I do that. Dig. And then we need to put something inside the whale. Ew. Uh, just lots, lots of fish. There you go. And plankton. No, they they eat plankton. Plankton's a fish, isn't it? Uh, I thought it was kind of like a plant, mm. but an animal at the same time. Yeah, we've done well here. We've done well. Good research. Yeah. Good research, boys. Good research. <laughs> um, front line, Michael Bell. Front line. Right. So animals on animals on the front line. You need someone who's quite sort of feisty. All right. Like, yeah. a, like a spice girl. Got a bit of aggression to him. Like, like a, spice a spice girl. girl. Uh huh. Uh, yep. You need a brave, but with an element mm. of be an element of foolishness, like a Spice Girl. Like a Spice uh-huh. Girl. Uh, so I'm gonna say it's Scary Spice, obviously. No. Well, why because not? Because she's not them, an animal. They're not doing anything. Mm. I don't know, mate. Just because? No, wow. don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> Uh, so you're really having you're really struggling to contain yourself, aren't you tonight? Well, I was going to insult Andy quite badly. Um, I think best <laughs> wow, an, best animal for the front line will be a well, sharks actually. But they can only survive in water, and they have to keep moving underwater to survive. Land shark. And there you and go. Also, and Problem also, uh, no one said this war was taking place on the land. If it was taking place on the sea, it'd be a shark. Not many wars take place in the sea, do they? Have you seen Waterworld? No. No. Watch it. No. Yeah. Kevin Costner's finest film. Oh, that doesn't bode too well for Kevin Costner. <laughs> or, or the film he industry. Was in, he was in uh, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. He was. So that's, that's one of my favourite films. He I love was. Film. And Morgan Freeman playing an Arab. Oh, the um, the insurance salesman. That's right. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> No, that's more than, not Morgan. I'm pretty sure it's his voice. The, the, the penguin watcher. Not Danny DeVito. No, uh, Morgan <laughs> did the dance the penguin things. I, th- no, I thought March, well, March, that's March Happy the Feet. Pen- You're talking about Happy Feet. It's March of the Penguins. <laughs> close, close enough. Okay. Th- Fuck it. Give it. Give a penguin a gun. They'll be the front line. All right. Like in Madagascar. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I came across uh, 10 ways animals have served in the military. So, um, how about dolphin spies? How do you, how'd you feel about dolphin spies? Don't trust them. Excellent. Mm. No one trusts a spy. That's a spy's job. Uh, okay. They've been used in the, the US maybe 40 years. How about this? This is bomb sniffing bees. Check this out. I've, I, how does that work? They don't have noses? Honeybees are natural-born sniffers with antennae able to sense pollen in the wind and track it down to specific flowers. So bees are being trained to recognise the sense of bomb ingredients. How about that? Check it out. Dispatch, I... dispatch the bees! 
No, not the bees! But there you go. Apparently, lovely smell... Wicker Man reference there, Greg. Thank you. If they um, very good. If they if they smell a uh, bomby type smell, I don't know. Bo- large. Bomby, um, type smell. That's the one. I'm not a bomber, or a bomb disposal guy. But bees. Yes, there's still time. Follow your dreams. Um, but bees can um, make certain movements when they pick up a suspicious odor. There you go. Well, bees that um, bees just give off a dance, don't they? So they do a little dance. They, yeah. They find, ha- they find the bomb and then give it a bit of a boogie. Well, they probably sort of boogie around it. Disco lights and all. Mm. Obviously, mm. if it exploded, then you could blame it on the boogie. Um, oh, right. Uh, we... that's, uh, <laughs> that's a deep cut, that is. <laughs> How about terrorists fighting gerbils? Uh, I'm, not, I'm not letting you off that one just yet. Sorry. Terrorists Wait. fighting gerbils. How? In the what? Ni- in They're the, tiny. In the 1970s, MI5, the um, furniture place, um, oh, used... <laughs> You're hurting me, Andrew. Well, I quit. <laughs> cool. So let's move Welcome on. Welcome to the RG podcast again. <laughs> Just sorry. How do you feel about anti-tank dogs? What? Do, what uh, dog? I don't know. What's an anti-tank it's a, it's dog? A dog that, it's you? a dog that isn't a tank. So True, any, any dog. So Telling jokes is hard. During World War Two, um, the Soviet Union um, used anti-tank dogs to fight German tanks. Dogs with explosives were harnessed. And released to to seek out food under tanks. When the dog goes underneath the tank, then it would explode and blow up the tank. This is going to be a dogging joke, isn't it? No, this is a true story. This is a true story. But the the only problem was often the dogs got a bit scared of the tank, um, so they ran away back to the trench where they'd come from and blew up their own team. <laughs> That's horrible. I don't think <laughs> these are kamikaze dogs. Accidental kamikaze dogs, yes. How do you feel about war pigeons? Uh, I think they're little rats with wings. But this one's no. involves in war. They they were actually an extremely integral part of the D-Day invasion. Did they just like fill them up? You know when you put, um, give a pigeon loads of bread and it explodes? Right. Did they give them loads of explosives okay. and it explodes? Not really. Sounds legit. Is it like, they, they used is, to... is it like in Worms, the game, where you send um, the... the Pigeons up and they all do an airstrike. Yeah. Yeah. Like that then. Yeah. Um, Worms. It's a good representation of real life war with their cluster banana bombs. Holy hand grenade. And homing sheeps. 32 uh, war pigeons were given the highest award for animals, uh, the Dickin Medal. What? During the Second World War. They were actually intrinsic to victory. In D-Day, they they carried a number of messages across to France um, because obviously it was radio silence. Fantastic. I'm I'm certain they've made a movie about this, about those pigeons. I think war pigeons is a gap in the film market. We could exploit this. That's right. Grax. (laughs) Is this well good... Yes, Mike. I guess that time. What time is that, my friend? It's time for the Max Show! Oh, what? The Max Show! That's right, it's time for the Max Show! There's no more time to talk about animals and their exploits in the war, civil war world. It's talking about the real things. It's talking about the Max Show! 
I was kind of hoping that you would follow on from this, Michael Bell. You have like a two-way thing going on. Enough with the animals. They have had their time. We're in charge now. We are taking it back. Taking it back, taking it back to the streets, taking it back to the alleyways, taking it back to the gutterways, taking it back to tell you the things that you need to the know right now. The things that matter the most to me, to you, to the world, to everybody. Come on, let's embrace and share this moment. So, Michael, in talking about embracing, what have you been embracing this week? What have you been up to? Well, I've, I've been reading the internet. Oh, like... Every, uh, every other day. Yeah, but this time, I found me a love story. Wait, you've actually got something for the show? Mm, maybe. Oh, wow, this, wow, this is... I mean, of course um, you've got something for the show. For the Max Show! <laughs> yeah, I've, I found me a love story on the internet. No, not like that, you mucky pups. Okay. Basically, I've gone on to Ask FM, which is the anonymous uh, questioning site where you can answer, you can you can ask anybody any question and they answer it, and it's all anonymous. Mm-hmm. You don't know anything. And found me a love story that'll break your heart and and your face. Oh, wow, double combo mm. right there. So, Grax, if you would uh... mind uh, playing the role of woman. No, sorry, Grax, oh. if you would mind playing the role of man. Of course, I'll give it. A, I'll give it my best shot. I got the email right here with all the words. And I will be the woman, and we can, you know, and Andy, uh, who if he's knocking about somewhere, he can he can kind of see and, and analyze this as as the love guru. Yeah, I, I quite like the idea of this. Andy being a the love guru, the psychologist, the man who knows about women. Love men. guru. Love guru. Go. Can you give us a love guru, Andy? No. Oh. Crack on. <clears throat> Right, uh, shall we get to it? Let's then? get to it. <clears throat> it starts off like this. You are, not probably, but definitely the most beautiful girl I have ever seen. Your tattoos are beyond amazing. Drink, happy face, kiss, kiss, kiss. Ah, how can I say yes to a drink if I don't know who this is? But, but thank you anyway, remembering this is an anonymous site. So you can ask her out for a drink as much as you want. She doesn't know who you are. It's a very All good right, point. Carry on. So no one knows anyone, yeah. really. <clears throat> and if I ever catch someone bitching about you, I'll always have your back. Just felt like venting some thoughts or feelings. P.S. You are awesome. Just remind yourself of that fact whenever you're feeling down. Kiss. Again, no one was bitching about her. This is just him. Just going from you are beyond amazing to, and if someone bitch, bitching about you, no one was bitching about. I you. will be your white knight. But her her reply was, "OMG, this is so sweet. Thank you, whoever you are. I'm gonna sleep a happy girl now. Kiss, kiss, kiss. Ha ha. You're so sexy and gorgeous, and you have really nice feet and love your tattoos. I'd love to meet up with you and treat you to everything, everything and anything you ever wanted." Aww. Nice feet. Question mark. I've got to admit, that's that's a weird, yeah. I, I didn't know feet could be nice, but, but thanks for the compliment. It's lovely. And they, now, now he's picking up his game. You know, he's, he's a complimenter, as you should do to any woman. But now he's like, right, yep. I'm, I'm going to get to this. I'm, I'm going I'm to get me a date with this young vixen. He's shifting from first gear to yep. second. 
That's good analogy. <clears throat> Had a crush on you back when you added me on MySpace. You, then saw you. You can tell the time, the timing of this as well. So I mean, he had, he, she added him on MySpace. And this must be about six years old. It's, it's a long, long crush and relationship, right? It, it's a long story. Really. Story, is. Uh, added me on Facebook, I mean MySpace. Then saw you in Asda Park the following week, and I was too nervous to say hi back then. Hiding from the bushes, watching you from afar, walking in. Sorry, no, that didn't say that. Shit. <clears throat> Covering myself in the oils. No, um, <laughs> this is how I say back then. Since those days, though, we talked now and then, and I am now, and I'm not embarrassingly shy, and it got me riled when people say shit do things to try and hurt you i would absolutely love to know who this is again it's anonymous you're talking to this girl quite a bit introduce yourself you know who she is <laughs> go up and talk to her <laughs> we got together a few years ago and i still remember now how lucky i felt just to be with you you just disappeared, and I don't feel any less respect for you. It's, it's just funny how life moves on, and yet I'd give anything just to go back and make something good of it. You are truly gorgeous. Kiss. OMG! Why are you so nice? Please, please tell me who this is. Facebook me or something. I'm, I'm, I'm so curious. Message the girl! <laughs> She's interested. You've made your move. She wants to meet you. You want to meet her. Message her. Go out of her. Have babies get married that works. Oh, and I'm reading this at two in the morning. Shouting. Michael, that's not how you shouting play. at the computer. But that's once not how you play the game. To you play hard to get. He's just spent five sentences saying how, how gorgeous and amazing she is and how great her feet are. Okay, now we're going to shift into third gear now. We're going to pick it up a bit. So, <clears throat> if I message you on Facebook, you will know who it is. Then, drink. Smiley face, kiss, kiss, kiss. Well, message me on Facebook then. Wink, kiss. Be honest. But then, you know, so I'm thinking, well, there you go. He's going to, he's going to message her on Facebook. Uh, it, it, it's going to be beautiful. They're, they're going to start a wonderful relationship that lasts forever and ever and ever. They've, they, he's made such a wonderful impression on, on me. I, I want him to succeed, and I'm only a guy reading this at the middle of the night. Oh, by the way, do you ever give him a blowjob outside? <laughs> Those tats and that hot damn body. Yeah, he's, he's kind of spoiled it there, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I can hear the record just like stopping there and then. Yeah. You, you went a bit too fast. You, you um, stalled it. I mean, it's a wonderful love story. Yeah, and then, then he's just asked for a... She gives blowjobs outside. Yeah. Mm. Pro tip. Uh, girls don't like giving blowjobs. In, inside or outside. Yeah. <laughs> and if they do, you wouldn't want to marry that one anyway because there's probably something wrong with her. Yeah. Wow, well, that's a well, that was, that was a love. That's a love story, of sorts. It, it, yeah, it, it's um, the sort of things I read when I can't sleep. Andy, as the, the love guru, world. what do you what do you think? The love guru. I mean, that was a great ten minutes, wasn't it? It was brilliant. Um, did did she put out? Don't know. That's the thing. That's we the, may that's never the thing with the know. Anonymous thing. Basically, don't ask girls out anonymously. 
because they don't know who you are. Vyavask.fm. Yeah. I don't know. I don't mind. I don't mind asking. You know, explaining to someone if you're a bit shy of how you feel about them. But I think signing it off with fancy a blowy around the car park is a bit as the car park. Exactly. It's a bit. You know. It's a bit cheap, isn't it? It's not quite romantic. But but is yeah. it's now a regular feature on the Mac Show? What blowjobs around yeah. their back? Oh, right. Okay. Um, I'll just stay clear of this, I think. <laughs> you play with your animals. <laughs> Sounds like time for the news. <laughs> news. Student who had sex with sheep was stressed about exams. Wow, that's a one way of beating stress. Don't say beating. <laughs> Bleating? Yeah, that Conquering. too. Conquering stress. <laughs> Bell didn't understand. Yes, it. I did. I chose to ignore it. Oh, damn. Um, <laughs> Better luck next time. I'll break him. No, you won't. Already have. A university student is alleged to have had sex with a sheep. Why are they always alleged? They blatantly not, all have. You're not going to admit it, are you, fool? Yeah, but usually... Well, that would break the mould a little bit. You stand up in court and you just... Yes, get a I Yeah, I did it! And I'll do it again! <laughs> Not where you're going, son! Uh, oh. So a 23-year-old was alleged to have been... 23? Yeah, he had sex with a you. I very much beg your pardon. With you. No, he didn't. With you. I, I think I would have remembered. No, he definitely had sex with you. Okay. Uh, he was accused by a fellow Fres- Fresno State University student. Oh, doesn't, doesn't exist. Yeah, Fresno. Yeah. Um, who heard bizarre noises coming from a barn on campus. What sort of university has a barn? I mean... The rural kind. You know, the ones where they're in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, farm college. The only reason anyone... Ha- oh, you and your bloody colleges. The only one that... It's, it's the only... Well, the only reason to have a barn is so you can have a barn dance. And that's not even a good reason to have a barn. It's quite a good reason it's, to have a barn. It is. Well, it know. is absolutely essential. Um, we, we... <laughs> the uh, unidentified student, apparently, who was arrested and charged with sexual assault of an animal, told police that he was stressed about an upcoming exam and had been drinking. What? So what was the problem? Wasn't his left hand doing it enough for him anymore? Don't know, He mate. needed something a bit more than his righty. He needed something with a bit more of a pulse. <laughs> apparently I'm, I'm guessing here I'm just trying to figure out how this guy's mind works yeah Marissa Birkdoll who's a student who works with animals on campus said it's kind of disgusting and revolting and personally makes me angry I mean why would you do that good question why would you do I'm that I've literally no idea that's kind of the question you were asking earlier isn't it um, apparently the sheep one of many used for breeding at the school is being treated by vets seals caught on camera trying to have sex with penguins yeah, I can, I, can, I can understand that. No, I can't. It's just like, for them, it's just like you're having a bit of rough. Antarctic fur seals have been recorded trying to have sex with king penguins on multiple occasions, leading researchers to believe it's a new learned behaviour that's on the rise. <laughs> I learned it from you, okay? I learned it from you! <laughs> the sexual behaviour was first documented back in 2006. I think it was a Morgan Freeman thing. Uh, when a fur seal tried to mount a king penguin on the sub-Antarctic Marion Island. However, um, there's now a number of new cases on the same island, captured by film mm, uh, for a study, mm, yeah, mm. Right. Uh, which have led mm. researchers to believe that it's a trend. Yeah, we were just filming the sex. Yeah, it's, it's research. Yeah, I've heard that before. 
Um, in each case, a seal, which is much larger and heavier than a penguin. And we're talking king penguin. King penguins are massive. King penguin, he'd, um, be, good. he'd be good in the military. <laughs> he, he's a, true. Of, of a certain era, the king penguin leads his troops to battle on the back of a uh, horse. Although not in this case when he's getting squished by a humongous seal. I kid you not, there is an image on the, the website that I'm reading this from, which is definitely credible, of an enormous, enormous seal on top of a what looks like a dead penguin. With a cap with the caption, the penguins don't seem to be that happy about this new trend. It's it's not a trend. That's not a pog. It's pog it's was all... a trend. Loom bands are a trend. Seals banging <laughs> save, king save it for is the, not a trend. Save it for the angry section. No, no, let it out. It's not a trend. Could be. It's... It could well. That's what all the cool kids are doing, man. Give it a few weeks, it'll blow itself over. It'll, it'll pass over. But, you know, next a, a, a few time. years ago, uh, you know, tattoos weren't considered that sort of cool, and now every fucker's got them. Now That's right. So, so, that, mounting so, so you know, uh, uh, so maybe in a way of luring new, or maybe they're trying to just like make a new breed. How cool would that be if those two combined? What would you call uh, it? A, a seal. You get the loyalty of a penguin with a the power peel. of a seal. Imagine a that. Peel. I'm going peel. Yeah. Uh, I like the sound of peel, actually. Mm. Imagine that, though. You've got a little penguin who are quite cool, but with the power and the strength of a seal. And they could do like football skills like seals can as well. Oh, because seals are the best footballing animals. They're pretty good at heading. I don't think that's uh, how interspecies love Those works. are my words. What's the best kind of love, Grex? Those are my world. Species love. Interracial love. It's the best kind of love. Absolutely. Um, mm. So, we've also got uh, Paris Tiger. Did you hear about Paris Tiger last week? I did. What'd she do this time? Oh, that's Paris Hilton. Hello. Yeah. Hello. I'm not funny. It's okay, Grax. This is a support group. It's a safe group for you to Thanks. talk in. <laughs> Thanks. Grax, this, this, is a, this is an animal documentary podcast. It's fine. It's not a problem. It's not supposed... This is... We're laughing and learning. Mostly learning. Um, the Paris tiger. Apparently... Uh, and I say apparently, actually. Local authorities confirm missing animal is not a tiger. Well, what is it then? Don't know. Maybe a link. Nobody knows. So Maybe a link. Something that looks like or, a tiger. <gasps> tiger! Yeah, c- <gasps> That's a ju- Tigger. No, that just sounds like bunt, Tiger. Bunt, bunt, bunt. Fun, 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 fun. The wonderful one thing about this I'm the only one, and I'm living in Paris. I'm the only I'm one. In Paris. The, Fren- the French authorities have continued to search for what they now believe may be a lynx, or on the continent, axe, after a man claimed to have taken a photograph of the animal yesterday in a supermarket car park. Well, if a, if a man said so, it must be true. It, <laughs> literally. The newspaper reports, and this is quite a credible newspaper, after a man claimed to have taken a photograph of the animal yesterday. I think now's a good time to uh, loosen up the old vocal cords and uh, get out the phlegm from the lungs because it's time for some RG harmony. Yeah, no more phlegm flam. RG harmony. So, what words do we have this week, Andy? <laughs> Love that. Yeah. Great effort, Michael Bell. That was beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> really was. Um, we've got three requests. Um, I, you can choose a number between one and three. Two. At which of science has been in touch. <laughs> um, 
Kiz has requested the word combobulate. 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 Oh, we've we've done that one, eh? That wasn't a harmony. It was just repeating the same word. I, I just like to say combobulate. Combobulate. It's not my favourite word, mind. Combobulate. Combobulate. Excellent work. Well done. Marvellous. Uh, one or three? Three. One. Oh, oh shit. Right, we'll do two again. We can't agree. Combobulate. Combobulate. Oh, God, that was frightening, Michael. You actually went up and down in time. How did you know I was going to go because up and down? Because we're part of the Max Show, ladies and gentlemen. The Max Show. No, we don't have time for that right now. We've, we've had our Max Show. So what was one? Uh, RG. This is from at Jojo Lisa. Thank you, Jojo, Lisa. Um, how about harmonising RG? We haven't done that. We could do this for a sting. Oh, wow. That's a good idea, actually. Sorry, for sting. For a sting. For a sting. Little for a Just little throwaway sting. musical thing. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Shall we do it? I'll start. RG. 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 Questions, the burning questions, the burning questions tonight. A wimble, a wimble, a wimble, a wimble, a wimble. In the questions, the burning questions, the jumble questions tonight. A wimble, 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 Perfect. This is from at Sidewinder Sid. Thanks very much, uh, Sidewinder Sid. It's your first contribution to the show. Ah, I've seen him knocking around on the Twitterverse. What has he got to ask? If a mouse were to fart in high C, would Terry Wogan's left ear twitch to hear? Well, it, it, it mm. rhymes, so I like that. It uh, Left ear twitch to hear does rhyme. Mm. Good. I just, Do you think Terry Wogan's got um, a, a sort of sixth sense? Or actually, it's not really a sixth sense. It's a fifth sense, really, hearing, isn't it? Um, for particularly, particularly high noises. Do you reckon he could hear in an ultrasonic fashion, like a bat? I suppose so, because maybe all his other senses have started to fade because he's getting old. No, so he's, you think whilst... he's bound to have some, pick up some sort of superpower. He spent all those, time, all those years in, in telly studios and stuff. All yeah, under- because of the radiation he's of the been TV, on radio, and the radio, and all this. Yeah, he's bound all, to all that. Up, yeah. All that Eurovision. I mean, he's already got this sense of, um, you know, bad taste. Uh, yeah, incorrectly knowing the winner, and telling the future. And you know, incorrectly. Yeah, sense of purpose. He's got a great sense of direction. Why isn't that one of the senses? Like, there's five senses, right? So it's like smell, sight, hearing, touch. What's yeah. what's the other one? Taste. Taste. And direction. Why don't you have a sixth sense? Like direction, you should have a good sense of... Um, pizzazz. Coordination. Coordination. Pizzazz, that's fantastic. Why can't we chuck a few more senses in? Maybe. Uh, sense of well-being? Yeah. You know, good sense. Must have a good sense of, you know... It's a bit cheesy, Nonsense? Isn't it? You know, like, oh, must have a good sense of humour. What about a good sense of 
bloody shovel use. Perfect. So I guess the, the, ultimately the, the answer to his question could be, I'm going to go with no. I don't think he does have that good enough hearing to listen to a, a mouse squeak in the in E? No, in C, I like, sorry. Yeah, I think I like Terry think, could. I'd like to think he can. Uh, and Terry Wogan is magic, so yes. Yeah, I'm definitely going yes on it. I think Terry Wogan has actually been trained for the military to be able to anticipate and hear in advance um, radio waves. Terry, basically, um, ter- Terry Wogan okay. can do whatever he wants. So if he wants to, he can. Two out of three. The yes has it. Excellent. Um, we've got another sense question. Oh. How, this is This is exciting. Uh, this mm-hmm. is at Petra underscore Leanne. Also, I think a new contributor to the show. Now, that's someone I have not seen. Welcome, player two. Player two, enter. Um, at RG Prod, what's the ideal smell for a nosegasm? Hashtag burning questions. Excellent question. I love this question. This, this is the that's best the question we've had in 46 weeks. I love um, the smell of um, uh, petrol. You p- oh, I love petrol smell. How well. often do you smell petrol? Every time I walk by a, a garage. You do live near yeah. one. It's true. Um, another one of my favourites is the smell of cooked bread. Ah, I just love cooked bread, especially in the morning of the supermarkets. Yeah, baked the baked bread Oh, i tell you what I do like. Uh, nail, var- nail varnish from Rover. Love- oh, no, that's oh, wrong. I like that smell a lot. I like that smell too. I'm sensing you are more of a man of chemical stuff senses uh michael bell you like the smell of chemicals and man-made products so we're talking about we're we're talking about a smell that makes you go oh that is good like a nosegasm like oh that is the shit you know like sniffing pens or glue well not really necessarily it's it's very different i'm sorry you've been watching a lot of that documentary grange hill um just say no (laughs) just say no. no um so yeah what is it what's is it petrol then? don't do it roland is it the one thing that gets you going? I love smell of petrol. I love smell of nail varnish remover. Um, there's oh, I tell you what, and this is a weird one. You know, um, uh, lasses, lasses. No, don't say that. You know, girl, women. You know girls have. You love smelling women. I, I do okay. love smelling women, but you know, girls have the the um, dry shampoo. But I, there's one or yes. two of them which smell really nice. Okay. Do you put it on I don't your put hair? it on my hair because you know you should. There'd be no point. Um, yeah, no, there's a couple of brands of that which smell really, really nice. I don't know what they are, but it just smells dead nice. That's very cool. I, I like um, the smell of the beach. See, I used to, sort of the, I used to the, grow up near the beach. The entire the beach, beach experience. So, no. Yeah, so it's not when it's really stinky, but you've got that really fresh air, you get the salty air. It's mm-hmm. really, oh, it can be fantastic. Um, yeah. I agree with Grax, actually, bread. You know, that baked bread smell, that is like, oh, that is some good, good smelling action. Fire, fire as well. Love fire. I had a minor fire in the office today. Oh, all right. Didn't, didn't smell good. Oh, actually, I can oh, tell you, and um, I think I can, I'm going to, this week's uh, podcast is sponsored by, I use a lot of incense sticks, uh, and through Rachel's Graveyard on eBay, Dragon's Blood incense sticks, that's a lovely smell. Are you trying to attract a goth again? No, I just... I just... <laughs> Because <laughs> remember the last time it didn't work. I'm trying did to it? attract a dragon. <laughs> dragon blood. Sure you are. It's just uh, fantastic. I use a lot of incense, and that's a really nice. It's a really nice smell. So um, amazing. So um, at Petra underscore Leanne, thank you very much. That was a fantastic burning question. I enjoyed that question. Okay. Yeah, that's that's the best moment. question we've ever had. So at uh, Robotron, which is the comedian John Robertson, has tweeted in. 
Again, another another first uh, contribution to the show. So John asks, do see anemones? Is that right? Anemon anemones anemones. An- sea anemones. Anemones. Yeah, those little uh, sea creatures would look like kind of sponge stuff. Okay. But with spikes, is that what you're talking about? Do see anemone anemones. We better stop now. So do see anemones. Yes. Stop it. Remember submarines are some kind of armoured whale. What's their word for armour? And do they like Israel? Hashtag burning questions. That's about four questions in one. I'm hugely confused. It's three. Um, do that's why he's confused. Do see anemones? Remember, submarines are some kind of armored whale. What's mm. their word for armor? And do they like Israel? Mm. I think so. no. Well, I, okay. I mean, the submarine is effectively a tank of the sea, isn't it? That it is. And it is the tank of the sea. And I believe earlier we did decide that the whale would be the submarine. Mm-hmm. This is true. Blue so, whale. There we go. That answers the first one. Fitting. Yes. What is the... A- Sorry? Is it very fitting. Very it's fitting. Like Thank it, you like very much. Um, Nostradamus and predicted that. Hmm. Um, what is their word for armor? Armor or amor? Amore. What's their word, <laughs> what's their word for armor? I quite like, I quite I... like amore. Amore. Cool. That's amore. And do they like Israel? Yes. Who doesn't? I don't want to mess with that one, so yeah, absolutely. Right. <laughs> there you go. Sure, why not? He uh, probably likes it about as much as the next guy. Oh, absolutely. I mean, an- anemones, or whatever they are. Um, See anemones. Yeah, that's the one. Um, they definitely like Israel. They're, they're a very loving breed. Um, just a bit of info. John Robertson, at Robotron. Um, if you Google Darkroom, uh, and he's on YouTube, forward slash, that's Mr. Robertson. So that pretty much wraps up this week's Burning Questions. Hooray! Thank you very much for submitting your burning questions, and you too can continue to submit those burning questions. All you need to do is follow us on Twitter, which is at rgprod, A-H-H-G-E-P-R-O-D, or you can like us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash rgprod, or you can email us at rgproductions at gmail.com and just submit your hashtag burning questions. I'm still waiting for that email to drop through. I believe, my friends that I would like another helping of what makes Mike angry. Well, I I listened back to the show, um, and I was so impressed with your guys' anger, I'm prepared to give you guys a, uh, a go at it. Yeah. Really? You, you thought we were actually I'm giving quite good? up my angry um, self for this week. For one whoa, week, whoa, one week and one week only. Cr- and uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you, you guys get run with it. No pressure. Uh, okay uh i'll tell you what's really made me angry this week shrek the musical oh here we go now my i went to watch shrek the musical with my girlfriend and a few of her friends i kind of got roped into it at the last minute and i tied you up and lassoed you begin with that's right they did they tied me up and everything and i wasn't looking forward to this but i thought okay i've i've they've nicked my money I might as well try and give it a bit of a chance. Hold on, who stole your money? Uh, the people who made Shrek the musical. But uh, I thought I'd give it a chance. And it's just so 
boring. And it's just so boring. What they've done with the actual musical is that they've taken the movie, which is perfectly fine on its own, they've stripped out the majority of it to be left with the raw, raw essentials of Shrek the Musical, and shoved in song after song after song after song, and none of them is actually interesting. I was dying slowly inside because of sheer boredom, and the fact that there was just all these annoying songs. I and mean, one of the worst things about it is, technically, it's okay. It, there's nothing horrifically bad about it. It's technically sound. The performances were great. Although, to be fair, Shrek, his accent was a mixture of Scottish and Swedish, which didn't really help at all. But I just was so annoyed because it just consumed so much of my time. It just... I could have been doing something else. Do you know what actually happened? I was late with the editing of the podcast last week because I was watching that piece of crap, which was plainly aimed at kids, so I don't know why I was there. I was up until two in the fucking morning, editing last week's goddamn podcast. And I guess I, I hear what you guys are saying. Ultimately, Grax, you're angry at yourself. You're too right I'm angry at myself. Because I couldn't say no. Just say no. Remember, kids, no. I want my two and a half hours back. Who do I talk to to get my two and a half hours back? Um. Do I talk to you? No. No. Do I talk to you, Michael Bell? I can't help you that way. What? What am I gonna do? Uh, accept it. And don't get yeah. angry. Get furious and anger. And it's fun, isn't it? Releasing the anger. Uh, yeah, it's good. It releases a bunch of happy chemicals in my head. Makes me feel like I'm achieving something yeah. when actually you're, I'm you're not. Gonna, you know, just like every British person. You're gonna join me. You're gonna join me on my side. Team anger. Team anger. Never. Right, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, it is vastly accelerating towards 2015. And as we get closer, like a comet making its way to the uh, Earth's atmosphere to burn up, we are due a poem, I believe. Mr. Michael Bell of the Internet, may you deliver. Pay your dues. Deliver. We haven't got a poem this week. Um... Hold on. <gasps> so thanks so much for listening da, to the RG Podcast. Da, thanks so much, guys. Appreciate your time. But, uh, everyone knows me. Loves I knows that I love music, musical music. From the you 20s do, don't so, you? Oh, sorry. Oh, oh, as in music of the musicals. Not no, 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 musical not, music. not music. Not musicals. Music, music halls from like nineteen twenty. Oh, music musical halls. Yeah, I got that. Right, so okay. I've had a little attempt at writing my own musical hall song. It okay. is called "Never Go to yep. War on an Empty Stomach." Nice. So, okay, curious. I don't know how this is going to work, but there's three verses. Let's try. <laughs> Let's hear it. Well, I don't know. I don't know the tune either. I've not really worked it out. I've just got the words. So, there we go. Like a like <laughs> a poem. Carry on. Time. It's time for you to think. It really is, Michael Bell. Never go to war on an empty stomach. You'll regret it on the other side. Have a big breakfast to tide you over and show that Jerry, your double barrel loader, never go to war on an empty stomach in case this day will be your end. If you meet your maker on an empty stomach, he'll drive your mother around the bend. So, never go to war on an empty stomach, now there really is no excuse. There's no food in the cupboard, 
Then come another Hubbard. Make do and mend. That is an attempt at a musical hall song. <laughs> <laughs> Michael Bell on the internet, everybody. I don't say this very often, Michael, but I am genuinely blown away by that. That was fantastic. Well, you <laughs> oh, I'm genuinely fantastic. I'm so impressed. I'm copywriting this RG Productions right now, so no one else can claim it's it. It's my um, song. It's <laughs> RG Productions. Oh. No, you belong to us now. I'd sa- if, you, if you've got the other one, save it for next week, definitely. <laughs> well, make one up next I week. I can't make two songs in a week. I'm only one man. So anyway, thanks very much for listening to the show. Uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your support. appreciate your love. Thank you for sharing the podcast. Thank you for contributing with your burning questions. Hashtag burning questions. And please subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher iTunes. and SoundCloud. Shut up! Oh, shut up! Thank you. Yeah, subscribe, uh, subscribe, like, share. Please retweet. Um, you can catch us on uh, Twitter. It's at RGProd. At MichaelBell86, mm-hmm. ladies and gentlemen. Mm-hmm. Thank you. At Grax Bishop. That's my name. And I'm at Wimsy of Andy. Don't wear it out. That's his name. Absolutely. Thank you very much for listening. We appreciate your support. We'll see you next week. See you all next time. Next week is December. It's Christmas! No, you're technically correct. It is basically correct. Um, so We've got a lot of Christmas stuff to do. Yeah, let, more of that next yeah. week. Ladies and gentlemen, goodbye from me. Goodbye from goodbye him. From goodbye from me. The best one. Beautiful. The best Good. one, me. Bye. Yeah, it's not. Yeah, debatable. <laughs>